Make sure it's in this little thing. This is what you'd call. This is a point seven. A good old hard leg. Hard leg. Yeah, dude. I remember the first time I heard somebody tell me that. Yeah. And I, well, this guy brings in his joint to our hotel room. We were down in Arkansas. I, I was like, "How did you even do that? Like, did you did the the paper just barely touching?" I'm like, "It's a." I go, he just looked at him and he goes, down here we call that a hog leg. You're a creepy fuck off. Let's me try. What a culture podcast. Ow, how are you? Arlaney. How you doing today, bud? I'm PJ. What's up, PJ? Uh, just hanging out here on the Mo Canna Culture Podcast Show. And yeah. Yes. So we have Jonathan Farrell over here with us. We're... He is with Adderline. He is with Terrapin. Yes, Terrapin, Kansas City. Yeah. And uh, came out to hang out with us today. And uh, we had some questions for him because he actually came here from Colorado. Edmund Cookies? Oh, yeah. Nice. That's what you're rolling up right now? Nice. 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 So we're going to ask him some questions about, uh, you know, maybe his time in the industry. Yeah. And learn a little bit more and maybe compare a couple markets, you know, from your experience. Yeah. And being out in Colorado versus here. So yeah, many differences and we'll see, you know, how, uh, I mean, just. Yeah, no. Because I know there's a lot. I hear a lot. I've never been to, I haven't been to Colorado since they. See where the wind blows? Yeah. I haven't been out there since they went rec or medical. So. Really? From the whole thing? From anything. Out at all. Yeah. This is my only medical state I've ever been to. Okay. Never in California? Alan, they were legal. No, I mean, that'd be so. <laughs> well, give me, a, give me a baseline then on uh, all the states that you've been to that have pot. Uh, California when I was 20. Okay. And I was illegal then. And then uh, Missouri now and 10 months I've been in the industry. Got it. That's it. That's the baseline. That's that's literally all I can tell you. I have 20 years experience. Uh, <laughs> but now oh, that could be fine, too. Really? Honestly, in other yeah. states, you know? Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, Missouri, though. But, okay. Yeah, Missouri. Been smoking for quite a while. But that's my baseline of legal states and knowledge. That's it. I haven't bought in any other market or anything like that. And I'm just a... I haven't been to Vegas for any of Vegas is a shit show, like an absolute. So get this. Well, Tyson, that's right. Then next month, I'm taking a trip to Portland. Um, just get trying. And uh, I'm going to a nine-hour layover in Vegas, and we're going to get a cab and go to a dispensary and then um, get a bunch of edibles before we take our next flight. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You're doing the Oregon, right? Yeah, it seems like everybody's go-to thing is like, let me eat this edible before a flight, which to me feels terrifying. Oh, that'll nail it, bait. Let me lose my insides for a minute. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. Boy. No, I mean, I suppose if I took too much, yeah, you, you get like into one of those little panic attacks. Kind of road, road. Yeah, no. I've done it, you know, like we've, we've had, you know, a few hundred milligrams a piece together. Yeah. Nice. I wanted to be in that joint rolling contest. No doubt, right? I mean, I can roll, I can roll a joint. Oh, yeah, I can too, man. Whenever my fingers want to work. Yeah. I, I just get pre-rolls because I'm lazy and I get things to stop. <laughs> I ain't gonna have a machine. I have a, I couldn't tell you the last day I was that I ain't rolled one. Like, he just did. So I will. What did you smoke in there? Man. Um, GMO. Low deck. Yeah. GM. I got... Yeah. Heavy, heavy, man, a fleet. You Pauly Shores coming to Springfield? Yeah, have her green grapes and cream. That's why I mean. Grapes and cream. Fit Van Cookie. Nice. Okay, so we're all smoking something different. Nice. Cheers. And grapes and cream from where, Modang? Modang. Yeah. I'm not. have three different cultivars. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes it will. Yeah. We, we've, uh, our first uh, strain review was Modang. Yeah. So, big, yeah. big fan of Modang myself. Their member berry is really good. Really, really good. I was about to say, I think that they have some of their genetic powerhouses, like the berry cream land. I, don't know. I, ha I honestly haven't experimented a lot of their menu, but the ones I have are on that window. Yeah, grapes and cream. That's what that is. Yeah. It's on that green. Fantastic. Yeah. And then it's on that, I mean, grapes, not a berry, right? Well, they're just a decent price for just above. It's grapes the seventh of the berry. It's a berry. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a fruit, but I didn't know if this could send a berry. Like, what makes it a berry? You know, I don't. I don't know if it like is it a lot of vibe that makes it. I don't know. Plus the fact that it's very safe. 
in some yeah, guy. Okay, but a strawberry is not round, and that's a berry. Right, and they don't call it a grape berry. Yeah. Right, it's what I say here. It can't be wrong, y'all. That's not a grapefruit either. That's great. Yeah, that's twice y'all making fun of me. It's something you all do. Come on now. A grapefruit is just a shitty orange. Yeah, man. So what do you think came first, the color orange or the fruit orange? Uh, the fruit orange used to not even be colored orange. Yeah, I know that. They used to be, um, like, uh, lime colored. I don't think any color exists, and our mind is assigned color to everything. And the reason fruits have colors is so that we know what nutrients we need. So if we're attracted to that color, whatever, there's probably a pull within us biologically. I wouldn't doubt that. So, so yeah, at least we've interpreted like the lizard brain. Or like we get something from yellow fruits, and so like when our body needs that, we tune in all the yellow shit, yeah. and we want it. Yeah, whenever I get uh, a cramp in my leg or something, I go straight to a banana. And there are natural gravity towards land. The body naturally craves the things that it needs, I believe, if you're paying attention. Does that apply to cannabis? It does think so. We actually talked about that. Yeah. We talked about uh, cannabinoids and uh, terpenes, that a plant will produce those to attract and... Yes, other pests avoid it. Which is why it's an clear sound stronger. Yeah. And I did it with COVID and everything, but like, you can't smell your pot. Yeah. You're not I the first time, and unfortunately, the way to it is you got to sample the menu out of your wallet, dude. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's the... But that's another reason I do a lot of pre-rolls. It's an easy thing to try. Is well, you shouldn't. You know, and this is a great forum to talk about it, because everybody's growing and everybody's doing the same shit, so... It's like, let's just be honest here. I mean, there is a variety of things that goes into pre-rolls. So depending on who you work with. True. Could be trim. Yeah. Could be bud. Could yeah. be both. Could be bud and teeth. Yeah. Could be bud and oil. Could be outdoor and oil. Could be outdoor alone. Could be outdoor trim. Yeah. You're talking in mad. And that could be a harvest that they normally would put in cured bags, but it just didn't finish that great. So yeah. that's going to be pretty. I mean, the list goes on for potential, so you rely on that authenticity of brand yeah. to, like, say, hey, this is finished flower in this state all the time, and that's it. So if it is and you know it, yeah, sure. Well, but, but again, I buy several of these, so that's why I trust them to that did it really good pre-rolls. Right. Um, I trust uh, Terrapin's pre-rolls. They're some of the best. Those are what cool. They honestly, they're full flower. You can learn. You can learn. You can. I've had it to you. Eyes are good. Here's the thing. Yeah, what do you think? About the difference with is your price is better. Yes. And I find that theirs, their price, yeah, their 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 price is so much higher than yours, and the quality isn't as different. You know, it doesn't follow the price. Does that make a difference? Absolutely, it does. Because the thing about it, you can here's the thing, and the one truth of, of weed is just like the cannabinoids are the medicine. You get that, you get that. It, it, the taste, the finish, the how it inhales, smokes, whatever, all those important, yes. And especially the extras like pesticides. Oh, yeah. Clean cannabis. But at the end of the day, getting the cannabinoids is the medicine. Yes. Does it need to be perfection to get great, bud? No. No. I don't think so. I've had stuff at that, that that was at 8%. You could maybe see that price is worth like every joint I get is super consistent. Like it burns the same way. Yeah. Yes, and I find that terrapins do, and I find that the, the Modanks do. Yes. As least spouting burn rattle. Yeah, no, they do. They just, they burn super nice. Always. This is the I call this, see, uh, Jonathan, this is like, yeah, Ozark's artisanal. Out <laughs> of the artisanal roll. Artisanal roll. Yeah. yeah. I still on the inside. Oh, nice, nice. Then you're talking about her honey home crafted. There you go. Well, then you, then you like, take a little concentrate, wrap it around the outside. Yeah. And then roll it, keep around the outside. Around the outside. Do. Retire part of the old boomsticks or moon, moon sticks. Or yeah, mood, mood sticks. Yeah, I don't know what you would call those. There's a lot of them in California and the West. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jesus. It's generally got a little jar. The ones that are distilled with the teeth on the outside, it's almost a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Older. And stinking I've had a joint. I've had a joint with RSO, not RSO, but um, some distillate, and then Keef on the distillate, and then diamonds rolled in with the wind. Those are those are those are crazy. Yeah, they're a little drippy. 
<laughs> droopy but taste man their taste makes your tongue yeah kind of makes your whole mouth numb honestly and also when you do shit like that i think is people's first experience with like a set sedative type high yeah and there, there's also psychological medicine in that. And then people don't find a lot of value in that typical stoner that's just like, Bleh. no. But if you're freaking the fuck out, mom, it could be really helpful to just be naturally sedated for a moment. Yeah. Um, it allows calmness and space, you know, and then when you come out of it, you reset and you feel better. And Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because that's... I agree. Also, you don't really get that with all bud, you know, so no. you don't have to use extracts to get whacked that way. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, it works. It works whenever you do that, and you need that switch to turn off for a night or for the an afternoon or whatever for a few minutes. I had a friend who used to say, like, he had a relationship for a while that was real touchy about him using cannabis at all. Uh-huh. And so he would sneak it, and he would just have to, he would say, like, I know right when I need it, right when I need to, like, have that moment, that 20 minutes and uh, release, and then, you know, I go about my day. Yep. And I always thought that was good advice. Like when I talk to people and they're trying to figure out how the hell to fit it in. Sure, you can be chronic. We're chronic, I would say. I am. Um, and there is value to certain types of, of usage patterns. But there's also a ton of value in just momentary usage. Like if you don't have a lifestyle that really works for that. Um, if you can sneak away, get 30 minutes by yourself to blast off. Yeah. And have a little meditative moment and come back. Um that's restorative and that's good and that's the plant enabling you to do that yeah you know so i know several people that use the um you've seen those droppers of like those sweetener stuff that you put in water the, like uh the select drop yeah yeah and the select drops yeah big fan of nano stuff yeah well then i know several people they've been using that and uh and say we'll get them through the day real easy i i love the way nano makes me feel yeah we were just talking about that earlier yeah it's fantastic. I sit to it to a smoking high. You get that fluttery kind of, like everything's just buzz, buzzing. Great. Yeah. It's tingled out your back. Yeah. However, I, I'll never forget this. It was an event in Colorado, and it just kind of freaked me out. And I was like, you know, but there's probably a lot of things in life we do this with. But I became aware of this with Nano THC products. There was a company that had this stuff called it was Evolve Nano Serum. Uh-huh. And they claimed that you roll it on your skin and it would kill anxiety within like 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, all right, that's bold. Yeah. That's a bold statement. But the guys doing the, the, I would say table work at events where you would like promote your brand. Well, these guys were some of the heads and they could speak uh, well enough to the technology. And my question was, if you look into nano delivery, if you swallow it, that's one thing. Hold on. Your body's got filtration mechanisms, liver, liver. In other you kidneys and whatnot, but if it goes through your skin transdermal, uh, and they use like say, um, what's it, the uh, stuff that they put horse medicine in with DMSO, yes. like a solvent that transports yeah. through your skin, well, it can carry other chemicals too, and so if that transport method brought other stuff into your bloodstream, it could then go in through the blood-brain barrier. I do believe. I think so. It's so glasses. The guy, he gave me a solid argument as to why that wouldn't occur. But the more I, I sat and thought about it, I'm like, how could it not? Like, yeah, it would be direct access to the bloodstream. You eat it out. Yeah. And, and just a wide variety of issues with that, like delivery came upon me. So then I got spooked about Nano. When I got this, it was really Nano. I should have been worried about the time. It was a fraud. They were just one of those first people doing that. Yeah. Well, it being that, how, how. It's more about a transdermal, like, delivery. Yeah. Kind of weirds me out. Yeah, if you, I almost bought one of the patches when I was in Colorado the last time. Because I, oh, I thought there. You know, that really good because I was data up for, like, 15 hours. I know, Joe. I'd say they're really good for people that just had surgery or something. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that would have been a good idea. Wow. Because I just love to have had those. Tree trickle delivery yeah. to the bloodstream for, like, 15 hours. Yeah, and that's so fantastic. So is there anything like that here in Missouri that... I have not uh, seen... There, there's one company considering something. I can't remember if it's Vivid or, you know, one, one of them. I don't think it's for sale yet. Right on. Uh, I think you know I saw in the way, so I saw that. Right, because that's what you said, Colorado. I said Colorado, so... Yeah. Yeah. 
that it's getting. Oh, are they on the market in general? Well, yeah, no, I don't. I'm sure Colorado, like you said, yes, I did Missouri, no. So now, for this interview that we're doing. Yes, because we're still smoking to the interview. But so the market then compared to that is what are some other products like that that's in Colorado that you've seen in your time out there that that you're just like, would it would just be amazing to come to Missouri? I don't know if amazing is the first thing other than rosin stuff. Like rosin, good hash makers in general. Yeah. That would take the time. And if there is a way for those guys to be profitable, you know, that would be great to have some really good, you know, hash people here. But there's a lot of stuff that got flooded in that I'm seeing being tried here. And I'm like, I wish you the best, you know, but ice cream, for example. I don't know. People tried that, you know, like dispensaries decided that one shelf life was hard and it's constantly having, you know, your fridge goes out because of power failure or whatever. Yeah. You lose it. There's all these kind of just hassles. And if it's not creating a repeatable revenue stream, you're eventually just going to like be annoyed at that. Yeah. And is there really a demand like for it? So other things like canned butters and whatnot. Sounds great. You know, all these boutique uh, infused foods, pizzas, oatmeals, uh, Everything you can think of, I mean, that granola, everything. Boulder, Colorado creates any yippy thing you can pump. Yeah. Think of, so beef jerky, dude, elk stuff. Nice. See, that sounds manic. Good. Sound delicious. And I loved that. But let me tell you, they went out of business in less than a year because of shelf life stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and just the fact that like the niche market of people that like yeah. jerky and weed and wanted to consume it that yeah. way. You're going too far down a rabbit hole. Yeah. So once people learn that lesson yeah. out there, what you have is everyone with money wants to make a gummy. Right. Yeah. Because the insights say, well, that's 30% of the pie or whatever. Yeah. And everyone just says, well, you know, take a stab at the general shit people like, which is a nice piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a bummer for diversity of products. But, well, it, you know, what should people bring out here? I, I don't know. I've seen things like inhalers and stuff. So that's what I was just getting ready to say that that is one product that I have really wanted to try. It, just because of the discretion of it, you'd be able to use it in public without anyone knowing what you're doing. Or assuming that you're taking some kind of medication. Exactly. Makes it so green. Extremely discreet. Uh, so, all right. Uh, the last time I was out there, I didn't think that they existed yet. Do those, ex those lizards? For sure. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I remember a company, Quest Diagnostics, I think. Yeah. I saw a commercial forum back in the day. Or not, on an, it was an ad in a magazine. You know, they had kind of the same thing as the Evolved Nanocars. They had this freaky technology. It shoots nanoparticles into your lungs, and it's like, gets in high and low. <laughs> Love it. I'm go okay. I'm gonna have to snag one of those. You know, it felt kind of weird. I remember I was thinking like, but that's how CTD Yeah, nice to yeah, but cool to try. Niche purposes, yeah. But again, like, if I owned one of all properties, and I think like, what would I make? You know how many inhalers you have to sell to stay in business? Oh, and so you'd be shaking. So do you think do you think Missouri compared to other markets is is doing doing all right with everything? I think we're maintaining great with like the main categories, you know, yeah. like and all the main categories are getting good real quick. Yeah. So the people that are making hash, it's it's you know five or six lights out companies. Didn't take ten years to mature. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, <clears throat> um, but we don't have the patient base or the the traffic when as soon as they pull that recreation trigger then you have enough traffic to try all this stuff and then yeah then you can have a business on ice cream yeah. you know but right now people are just trying to get creative and capture every little tiny piece of space they can yeah which is smart and should do that yeah and ride that wave get your foot and never deliver you know, i want to compliment like vivid is shockingly everywhere they are aren't they everywhere. they got their fingers and everything have you tried so they've got the new buoyant bob Mm -hmm. um, Pre-rolls, sure. Dark cheap for a full gram. Absurdly affordable, sir. I'm absurdly affordable yeah. is buoyant block. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. That's that. And it's all my bad, my bad. But then over his fish. So yeah, no. But they're fantastic pre-rolls. Cam, make a note. Truly fantastic pre-rolls. Like them. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, them good. 
You should go snag one. I'll, I'll let, after the show, I'll let you know where to go grab that. That's excellent. Did they even, they didn't have, I mean, did they have pre-rolls like every now and then we got some, but. Yeah, they had like a, uh, um, a moon and well run now. Yeah. I could decide which you what. Whatever. I remember. They had a watermelon. Yeah, there's a watermelon. Was that the strain or was that a, the brand of the pre-rolls though? I think that was just a strain. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but was it what? Bowler. But Boy and Bob is like a brand or a company, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's a vid. Oh, yeah, no, see, yeah, it's a sub brand. Yeah, 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 it's their Boy and Bob. That's their absurdly affordable. Yeah, and then they got the jail. Also, and they got the gummy. Is the spot brand. The chips are from Missouri's own animals. Yeah. From Vivid as well. Which, that's what I'm saying. It's all, yeah. Vivid, <laughs> there are things you're interested in everything, like, man. Right. There are the kinds. Curl, though. They have, they have five, at least five fingers of the pie. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. They're doing a great job, right? No, they're good. They should. Not uh, Missouri Zone. Yeah, Missouri Zone. Because we got to meet. The Popeye edibles. Yeah. And Bridge was so cool. That's the chance to talk about is one to make sure that they bring the right products mm-hmm. in every different market that they can. Like yeah. I said, and they're they're trying to do it right because yeah. he believes in that, you know. So, but I was saying is I noticed them trying things, and I'm like, and well, you know, like hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. But Rich doesn't smoke. Yeah, Rich does not. He's not a patient. Oh, really? Yeah. So that explains a lot. Yeah. Decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so let's put with the but he's very open, and that's what he's yeah. very open because he said he likes surrounding himself with good people to be able to give him good right. guide because he has you know family members and friends, and he said why would he take something that works for them? Because he said he's seen it work for it. Yeah. So why would he take that away? Why would he not want to you know help make that help and and be yeah. the best? He said he didn't mean to get into the industry. It just kind of happened. Literally, just how? Um, there's a guy I remember at Colorado who had a similar story, but I would say he had maybe a little more intention to get involved, and uh, still like yeah. didn't come from that world. Yeah, right. And oh, this dude was a com in California. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's why it was so really cool to be able to speak to him, and from his professor. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a really cool conversation. I would, be, you know what. Open invitation. I've only ever talked to like one cop, I think, oh. openly about the industry while I'm wearing my badge. Hey, man, what do you think about this when this happens from, that. you know, a patient or as an industry worker? You know, like I remember. We would love to get an interview with a police officer that would talk to us about scenarios and things like that. I know the former officer. I know it got a But the thing is, he's not a cannabis supporter. He's a, he's a, and he's against it. Though that's but fine. You might want to. No, that's fine. Right? We don't have to have. Yeah, we don't have to have somebody that agrees with us. Yeah. yeah. That's because I, I have a buddy who he actually contacted me a couple of weeks ago, and I've been waiting to tell you this until we were recording the show. Yeah. But Mike is, uh, he was a sheriff's deputy yeah. in, down in, in Warsaw. I think you may have mentioned this before. And he sent me a message just a couple of weeks ago that said, if you guys want a perspective from an ex officer, fantastic. The show. Um, so we're going to call you out, Eric. Uh, I appreciate it. We'll get you on the show very soon. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind having somebody that has an opposing perspective as well. Yeah. You can see because it's supportive, so I would love to see the opposite. Yes. Maybe not, maybe not at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, not like a round table. But a round table would be cool. That's when we need to bust out the... Yeah, we do have a round table. I just, I, I remembered, uh, you know what needs to happen here? That hasn't been yet. Like, I don't know why, but there's a company in Colorado called, uh, or one of their products is called Ripple, and it's just all dissolvable. Oh, yeah. This is the we were talking. I was going to ask. It's like, it's really a shirter packet, is it? Yeah. Well, it's the work is getting close. It's really a shirter packet. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so white is getting close with the squeeze, but yeah. I don't know why people love those little packets. Yeah. I was looking for Epstein. And somebody would make yeah. that with just random hole. Fun flavors that were actually good. You know, have a bunch of skews. Yeah. And it would work. That would be fantastic. Fucking Keith should do it. Oh, oh my God. Come on, guys. Well, you know, the thing is, they're licensed by another company that's probably not going to add to that portfolio. But what Keith has done needs should be done like that. Yeah, did it. I mean, you already got your hands in uh, the potato chips. Just select. Select is, um, they're like maybe from out of state. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> how? On that one. I wonder how uh, Vivid or Missouri Zone did uh, did the chips. You know what I'm saying? It was a place up in St. Louis or Kansas City. Yeah, but how many did you use it? Or did they use for it? 
I haven't even looked into it. Is what supposed to be 20 milligrams of chip or 10 milligrams? It's 1 milligram of chip. It's long for the whole bag. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. 1 milligram of chip. Freaking sense we're inside. Yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah, no worries. Some kind of like piano butter? Uh, could be. Yo. But yeah, Place Bay Cot Rippets. They're so good. Like, I had to try the uh, non-THC ones whenever we were there. Tom and the Red. Fart, Ruby, eat the whole thing. It's, he was like, I'd want to go freaking. He goes, I debated on whether to show you guys these. It reminds me, uh, I worked for this place in New Mexico called Our Green Leaf. And they had, uh, they were vertical and they, they basically sold their own brand of everything. Uh-huh. And they had a bag of Cheez-Its. Pure, pure tea. Pure tasting business. Okay. Touch each chip with it. Not this still, maybe powders. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you think they're getting close on the salt? That's what I'm saying. Of call maybe. Full thing, maybe. Yeah. No, it's just what I'm saying. What did you tell me the other day? The yeah. whatever company it was, the you found out it was the sugar on the outside that was actually what was infused. Oh, that was that was from up in Michigan. Oh, that's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. That was different. Yeah, okay. That was a different conversation. Sugar is. Yeah. Yeah, but RSO. <laughs> yeah. So I've done this myself, actually. Um, taken RSO and put it on, um, I forget what it was. It was some sugary. Later. Later. What is that? It's some stuff from Huck in Michigan. Yeah, there's some wild stuff. But yeah, there's, uh, there's some wild stuff from up there. Heaven. Yeah. But, uh, my old boss was from Michigan when Terrapin, you know. Can we talk about this? Yeah, sure. I mean, Justin, we're, we're, we'll talk about that. Red okay, so we're, okay, let's then we'll start the interview part. Yeah, we're starting to do it. Talk a little about where you started, then now you're in Michigan for your boss? So I was just saying, we are, I mean, shoot, let me get a little munchies here. <laughs> all right, there you go. Learn your thing. See, I do the interview. We've all put out our joints, apparently. Why was just thinking I was back to that Grant Cream because that headband got me fucked up. Yeah, Dan, the Grant Cream is good. It was really good. But, you know, I need that was low. Mm-hmm. That's why hell he's he doesn't get a GMO. Yeah, I just like got lit it like three times and just keep letting it go out. Mine did left right. <laughs> and then we bragged about how they don't go out. Well, no, it's not that. I'm, just, like, I'm letting it go out. It's, it's not I mean, that. Inevitably, they're all. Yeah. <laughs> no man can achieve the ever burning. Oh, what is that line from Fight Club? With the <laughs> on a on a long enough timeline. Or do you know is one of these the hell? Everything wise and yeah, and right there. that one. No, that's the headband. These are probably the hell's of genius. It's this one, right? This is definitely got to be it. This is definitely the yeah. That has to be it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Got to figure it out. So I was just thinking the other day, like the reason it'd be cool to talk to cops is because I remember one of my first experiences in the industry i didn't know anything about it and i joined a trim crew and they said to go it was like one street lightpan street in denver and the whole fucking row had commercial old ass commercial buildings and every single one of them was a marijuana building for like the entire block so they fucking stopped like a, a city block and all this this whole block was full of grow people they're all doing the same shit harvesting trimming whatnot dumping pots out back, whatever. And so on break, there would be carloads of people just spitting out all the time. Hot box in their cars, fucking zipping around the block, you know, and this is ridiculous. Like and people on break? Yeah, yeah, but at that time, we were all spooked about the cops. Yeah. Because it was like day one for recreational. We weren't really sure if this was going to be okay. The yeah. You'll okay. Yeah. I was like, you know, bucket fuck tons of weed every everywhere. And all I had, yeah. The day I remember was we were at the top of this warehouse and we're looking out the window on the street, and there was four or five black ass, you know, SUVs, and they'd been sitting there watching us for days. And it's like clearly the fucking whoever, yeah, is sitting here watching us day in day out. They feel a bit there. Yeah, and so we were, you know, I guess, but it was D- literally a. So it's a little bit different. All. Yeah. <laughs> I think we trust things pretty quick, but there was some funny stuff in, in my 
So I started uh, at the cusp of recreational. And I remember I was a corporate guy prior, so I was making great money. I didn't, I had interest. I was an avid pot user. I had medical cards for years. You know, I grew my own weed. And so I was stoked to get a Colorado red card. I got one in like 2011, I think, ish, or a big piece of paper about this big, literal, physical red yeah. card. And so when you had a red card, you whipped this bitch out as saying a badge of underground honor. And all the shops then were were really fucking sweet. Like they were heady growers. Yeah, it was a pretty. It was a big medical market, but you know, it wasn't out of control like California. Yeah, you know, I'd say it was a little bit more controlled. So I started working in it right of 2014 when it went recreational. I fucking had it at this last job. Like, I was working with two computers next to each other with shitloads of wires on the 10th floor. of was building in a cubicle with a cubicle mate right behind me with two more computers. And it was just like heat and friction. And I wanted the fuck out of that. So I remember walking out the door and my friend we was smoking cigarette. And he's like, hey, man, I know you're into the weed thing. So, like, I know I know a guy, you know, if you, if you need an introduction somewhere. And, and I was like, really? You know, I think, I think I might fucking do it. I think so. It's like it's going recreational, like right now. So yeah, you know, I'll call him. And the first thing I did was I strung uh, telephone systems because that's what I knew how to do into the grow to try to get them to call, be able to communicate back to their dispensary. Not that you know, but it, for me, it was just fact finding to see what the backside of a grow looked like, what a dispensary looked like. And as soon as I got in there, I was I was working for this place called Frosted Frosted Leaf. Oh well. And, um, I, yeah, I saw these guys trimming weed in the back of a building. It was like six guys, trays, sitting around trimming. And I was just like, how do I, how do I do that? You know, like I just work here, you know, I kept pestering people and they're like, yo, dude, you're going to show up on Monday. You can join them. So I was like, okay. And, uh, easy enough. Jesus. Right. So I'd want to interview. Well, work. you know what? As goes my decade career in weed oh. because easy come easy go there you go didn't it have, didn't even have to have to yeah. it's beautiful well it's like <laughs> i did so plus, how do i we would you do it well you show up on monday i'd say um you know it's easy to stand out in the industry and so if you just show up you know you can you can can stand out pretty easily but yeah um i took this job and i remember i worked for two weeks and um I mean, I made like no money, dude, at all. And prior to this, I had done a like a side trim gig that made me cry. I think I put two weeks work in and made 350 bucks. Oh, I guess. Trimming on weight. I just was, I mean, I have big hands. It's hard. And sorry, I have Mulder. Dude, that trimming was not like, I was working with kids. It was just fucking blow. Oh, yeah. And they'd fill up buckets, dude. And I'm like, I can't do that. So I just was not cut out for trimming, but I, I had been in management my whole career. And so I just went to the desk at the top and was like, can I run these crews? You know, like, and, I mean, like, so I mean, just run the crews. Like, you, you see the good bit manager, right? Yeah. He's been coached. I can't just walk those bits. Exactly. And so I had to sell other things. And, and I think that uh, it was needed at the time, too, because the state system had, had metric had been introduced. And, you know, Colorado was the first big regulated rec state that we're going to have to deal with this bullshit system uh-huh. um, and report stuff like that. So everybody wanted and needed the computer guy, you know, like it's fucking hilarious in California. You don't have a computer guy up. Yeah. But, and I saw sadly and enough, like I immediately got labeled as the smart computer guy. Right on. Like, Oh, you're going to be metric guy. You're going to be the fucking metric guy. So the first real job I, I had um, post that, that kind of short time of frosted leaf, I got offered to start a dispensary with a guy that had some money to real estate in Boulder. And there was two, two partners that were doing it and they were going to open a store. Um, and uh, they had one, uh, one going out in Lyons, which was like on the entrance to the mountains. And then they were going to open a second shop in Boulder. And so I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, this is, this is ridiculous opportunity. I'd love to do that. And so that's where it kind of began. And I've spent equal amounts of time opening dispensaries, working in them, managing crews. Um, like, you know, at the time he needed a, a computer bitch, man, 
I needed a real job, so I said, can you pay me full time? At least 15 bucks an hour, dude. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Very easy. Yeah. And I, I need to make money. You know, I'm coming off a good career, and um, I'm making big sacrifices to do this, but I'm willing to do it. So as long as you promise me that I can learn everything. Yeah. And they let me. And so, you know, I, at, the, at the time, broke my heart because I, I mean, the men's and the trim crew is fun, but then I got handed a sheet of, data to input into metric you know he's the bitch it's just like fuck loads of barcodes and numbers and yeah i remember i was stoned sitting there at the computer and i was like oh man this is not all i wanted to do dude yeah i wanted to hang out for plants and like pour weed into jars and you know that's nurturing yeah working in the grove was a, a trip of my life like some of my dearest brothers and I, they're like my base brothers, dude. And shit, I will never forget. Cause at the time that shit was wacky. Like some of the grows were back to back to back to back. You know, I'd go, we, we, we'd all come out and hang out in the back. And like, there was a shed in Boulder, um, on the back of the property. And we all sit under the shade tree at the back of the shed. And there'd be, I don't know, 10, 15 guys from all these different grows and they're all bringing nugs out of their grub. Oh, everybody's bringing the best. Uh, yeah. Check out my team. This is way better than yours. Oh, this is, of course, we weren't supposed to be smoking on premise, but I mean, everybody's got to do it. Dude, come on. Not in the dream. Yeah. And it was really open times. Like there was a time in Colorado's medical history prior to when I got involved where you could just go into your interview and sit there and smoke a joint with them and talk about it. That's awesome. You know, and that ended with regulation yeah um so it's like all of a sudden no consumption on premise yeah no okay but then you have all this workforce that clearly meditates what do we do and there goes the subculture of dispensaries now of you know act a fucking adult don't make mistakes don't talk about it yeah until about your wife yes and is but at the same time as a business you can't afford to allow it so you have to just enforce the rule of, yeah you know, no consumption inside exactly it is that's why every place needs to buy a secondary site right next to their site so that they have consumption. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, well, their employees. I've seen a lot of the uh, private, private lobby. Yeah. At that point, yeah. I've seen a lot of companies embrace it in a really proper way, too, that would just encourage uh, fair microdosing. Like, you can really get your medicine in a very tolerable, easy way, so many different ways. Yeah. It does not interfere with work. If you yeah. want to smoke it, that's fine, too. But, you know, it is, it's been done and, and you shouldn't need to like hide it, but you just yeah. need to employ people that are adults. Yeah. Being on um, that, that would be good employees anyway. Yeah. Be fancy about it. Be fancy. Or just to, you know, do your job. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what it goes down to. But I get into that story because, you know, half my career has been managing the teams. Yeah. And that's been in Colorado and New Mexico and now Missouri. Um, and then the rest has been selling to them because that's what I did before was sell. Uh -huh. And it's like, all right, well, if I can't make enough money in dispensaries, let me try selling. And selling can be fun, but, you know, cannabis is brutal. Yeah. The industry is brutal and the competition is really fierce. And at the end of the day, it's a commodity that needs to be treated with love. And my opinion, yep. just like our water and our food and everything else, like we should put the value on it, on the farmer and the sourcing. Um, not anything else. Definitely not on THC levels. Nah. Um, in fact, you know, if, you, if, you, if the people demanded, like, tell me what you fucking grow it with, that would yeah. be good to know. You yeah. might want to be interested in that, and then you might decide how much money you want to spend on that. Yeah. And you might also want to ask, like, how is it cured? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, those are questions that I would, I wish they would at least put on their websites. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, nobody ever going to do that. I know, because of the, it's the same thing said to that, same, but no, nothing. It's, it's either it's their credence to that. Exactly. Or it's just flat out, it's not good press. Dude. Yeah. It's not great to tell people what you needed to do to save your harvest. Uh, agriculture doesn't do it either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't tell you what happened to your fucking bananas before they showed up. You know, on a truck, not the green engine, but gas with gas to make them turn yellow. Yeah. White, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't tell you that. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of shenanigans in pot. And if you look around the internet, like social media everywhere, there's a great, a funny bunch of groups, but there's like bartender diaries and stuff. And uh, they'll see a lot of the same shit. Like it's an industry that breaks hearts. Um, 
and like a lot of people put a lot on it or into it and it's a volatile industry so even if you end up working for a good place you're not always going to succeed and like you know the majority of startups fail and so they're just not great at decision making along the way and you know so hats off to the people that latch on to like heap and stuff yeah because that's a repeatable business that you yeah. pretty much predict is going to work yeah all of us are yeah we're all drinking some pee drinks man not cheer cheers to keep cheers to keep yeah i believe that there's a that's what i mean the product like believing in shout out to clint Come yeah man. because these are delicious yeah they are and they do work and tara yeah fantastic they're not overly sweet mm. I disagree. I wish they sounded down to like 25 somewhat. So it's like, this one's got 34 grams. I mean, yeah, this is it's not as bad as a Pepsi. Yeah. I get a sugar rush off of it and I don't really care for that. Yeah, no. I, so I tried the other day. I got the yeah, Black Fairy Coconut. I guess it made it say a dual seltzer. Yeah, it's the seltzer. It was a wanted thing. Just making it sweet, like 20 grams. I tried that. I want low sugar. Yeah, low sugar. Yeah. Okay. Just lower sugar. It doesn't have to be that sweet. I don't, I don't drink sodas, so this is a nice, like... It's a treat. Yeah. I'd think the sales would go up if it was more like, oh, that's healthier from... Like, make up living probiotics. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be Oz. Make, make some kombucha. So, so third, that answers my question from earlier, then, is more things bring to... Actually, that's what you could do, then, because something could be awesome. Right. It's like a Christmas. Oh, yeah, big time. We're trying, like, to spice. So why not? Well, this, see, there you go. That, now you're getting it figured out. Honestly, I do, I, I would say this, that the older I get, like, the more I know I can't smoke forever. Yeah. Sadly. So, you're trying to get used to edibles. No, I did used to, and I live on them. Well, I mean. So. But, where's the day where I, this is going to have to go away? But, socially, this is where, I mean, the crossover, when it becomes okay. So, Denver's already there. Like, yeah. The lounges and stuff, like, hotels and have space for it. Uh -huh. You know, when they have ancillary license where a hotel has a liquor license. And a pop shop right there. Excellent. And you can just go buy your joint and then go to the hotel's consumption area. That's ridiculous, but it's always going to be easier for people to get down with a can. Because they already trained up beers. And you know what I mean? The yeah, it's sort of for multiple social parties. I mean, this is kind of a get-together social party. Well, yeah, it's, it's just the sitting there. Yeah. I'm just sipping on it. It is. It's not being hidden. Not sitting there slamming it. It's not crazy. Yeah. It's enjoyable. You could even make different versions of this. Like, just keep the doses so that you serve everybody. Like, I like the doses. Whereas, if you want to kill seven or eight cans, I know that's what I'm saying. I like, yeah, I like the dosage where they're at. I think the dosage at 25 is like a really good shot. Yes. Because no way I'm drinking two 35 grams of sugar. Right. Yeah, no way. Uh, I did drink two and a half of those and smoke a couple joints one day. Maybe I would win on those things. Well, right, right. But here's the deal. Yeah, it was, I was on. Yeah, I finished with, a root beer when we the, got here. With the Antos, son. Among uh, a bunch of friends. We were a few before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm talking to you in a couple of Well, I, I got off track because I, I did want to say. So I was I on the shadows at Albuquerque because, you know, there's three. I feel lucky that there's been three places to experience and albuquerque was the most weird i would say but they recently yeah. went wreck also yeah yeah you know? so now missouri is just right behind and uh yes yeah but only the you know we have one year at ish at four farms and then terror terrapin oh. is where i'm at now yeah no. anyway i'll have to complete your where to where there's the total journey uh, so most of those years is so such years colorado one year albuquerque so from 2011 to now, yeah, I see. Yeah, there you go. That's been a minute. 11 to 14, those years were very exploratory. I was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, so you, you know, but that's why to get it. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Figure out where you want to be in the you industry. Know? And the best advice that anybody should have is like, just if you learn everything about it, then you can be valuable everywhere. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're worth it. It's not that hard, right? All over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just uh, controlled. It's a lot of bean counting. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It is, but it's. Uh, I think it's worth it to, to to just jump through the, I mean, per se, oops. You know what I mean? Because they are, yes. But it's it's also to control it. I get that. So I'm down for it, you know. Plus, it doesn't get too crazy anyways. I don't know. It's already crazy. You know, I was talking to, let's say, uh, the other day about there's there's, so there's black market. 
But then there's also a gray area middle market, which is like literal farmers markets occurring out in the boondocks. Yeah, yeah. as a wheelbarrow, as a pot. Like, oh, you got a med card? Cool. I don't even need to see it. Oh, uh, you know. All right, cool. There's insane caregiver shit happening. Yeah, and there's that. If you want to wear the sales, I mean, dude, it's like split at least one third, one third, one third, probably ish. Maybe naturally, maybe the gray guys don't get that much, but who knows? I've heard St. Louis is getting. I mean, I know several guys that have never stepped foot in a dispensary since they've gotten their cards and their cultivation license. They've grown ever since, and they've just smoked what they grow. I did that for at least two years in Denver because I. Here's the thing. After you've been through a thousand dispensaries in Colorado, yeah. it's like fuck. I know. I just do it myself. Yeah, two, three, and most of the most, especially when you just do small bash. I would. What I would do is that it's so good. Like I, I the first row I did was Maui Wowie, and it was some of the strongest stuff I've ever had in my life. The person to breathe. By the time you lit it and ashed, you didn't need another bit. You were done. One hit every time. Oh, it was nuts. I've got to grow it again. I'm going to go that fault base. I see it's getting out here. Well, that's, yeah. what, that's what I want. I want that China to open that vanilla. That's, that's the chin. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I don't know that it would still do that to me as of now, because that was, <laughs> that, I mean, that was like four years ago now. I've had some good stuff since then. Uh, but yeah. So, challenge to the viewers that yeah. tell us. What's your yeah? What's your yeah? What's your now, what's that one? Uses, yeah, I guess I don't know what mine is because I haven't had one of them. Oh man, so there is, but flowers that like. No, I'm just saying that grower I did was super strong. Like it was so terpy. Well, I got a friend who says it best. He's like, sometimes you hit weed and like you don't get a head change right away. Yeah, if I hit the weed and I get an instant head change, I know that's the one. Yeah, and so that's really what I'm always looking for. It's like, cause. It, Nothing gets me too crazy stoned anymore. I know when I get sedated, all of all, is I'll be droopy and I'll talk slower. Yeah, like that grapes and perium. Yeah, like right now. Yeah, my stuff's awesome. <laughs> so now I've 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 had that many times and it's a lovely, lovely strain. But I'm more yeah, I'm always looking for that euphoria. Like yeah, whatever makes me feel happy and grateful. Yeah, is usually what I'm after. Absolutely. Most yeah, and well, I had a uh, some other. Modank, uh, banana, OG. Yeah, but yeah, banana OG earlier. Yeah. I fantastic. John Wayne very in the Twitch earlier said something about banana. OG. Oh, right on. Shit is good at intense. That's that to work. You know, Hell's OG. Banana. Yeah, that Hell's OG is fantastic from Terrapin. That was a lovely strain. It's the OGs in general. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'll tell you the the strain that that bothered me. It was at that because I, I skipped it forever and I wouldn't look at it because of the name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I know, well, high octane. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that just sounds like something that goes fast. <laughs> it just sounds like a sativa. Honestly, that's like not. I don't know. Nuffover is okay. Unless you're talking about like huffing high octane. No. <laughs> because we that's don't. not us. We don't get. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not, you know. But no, I, I was just like, octane. It's got to be sativa. So I just overlooked it forever. And then one day I go, some it's over for that high octane, huh? Now they usually uh, my my nerves um, in my hand don't handle it very well. I, you know, I think that's when I smoked that head, headband, I got a little weird. Yeah, and I just the the hard indicators are for me for oh big time. That's it, my way. Is it high? It's got to be an indica leaning hybrid. Uh, even a good 15 for shifty, you sure. But it do has to do bad changes. Don't get me wrong, but it's almost like every time I smoke a strong one, like Turban has a white poison that people fuck, like they demand it. And you know, I just can't do sativa. It'll make your heart. Yeah, no. Kid, you know, like green crack. No, no. Yeah. So I didn't realize. So green crack was the first time I ever smoked anything that made me truly realize how powerful. We can weed can be them because I was, yeah, it's so stoked. You read Bruce Banner trying to go to bed, and it kept me up. Might be so I would be like, oh man, I'd go get up and I'd go smoke a little bit more, and then I couldn't sleep, and then I'd smoke a little more, couldn't sleep, and I was like, maybe it's the weed. 
So I put it down and then I just was like, all right, just and then spend like 30 minutes doing something else and then go try to go lay down again. So I did. I went for it to sleep. And I was like, man, that stuff is so potent. It's like crack. It truly is. Yeah. Like it amps you up. It's stronger than a cup of coffee. Some of the, and I don't even know exactly. I guess it's, you know, must be the terpenes, I suppose. It has to be. Yeah. Kind of has to be combination of the terpenes. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, it was just amazing. I, once I realized that, I was like, never again. It's it's a combination to create Remy. I don't do cocaine. What does it create, Remy? What? What is, what is, oh, the unmarked effect? Yeah. He said it, not me, it was, his face this week, and on Totorology. Make a note, Cam, got a note? So. Good man. No, no, shut up, Cam. Oh, he's got it. Speaking of the Hell's OG. Uh, okay. Oh, you got it. You got it. Uh-huh. Let me see that. It's live wax, too. Oh, man, that looks good. Nice. Uh, yeah. Okay, so do you have, do you have any more questions for him for this this little interview? You want to ask what his perfect blend is? We got his kind of uh, journey. Because I want to I wanna, I wanna have so bad. I asked, are you saying we can't conduct interviews while we, after this, is that what you're getting? No, we need to get. No, you know, it's just saying, we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to wrap the show. And the socials being on each other. I have a couple of things that I, that I want to try and do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going with those and then make a try. Ultra Chukerson. Mars. Galactic Med, so. I think that everybody needs to think about what goes through the extraction labs like you know what i'm saying there are certain brands that are killing and some and it's just the choice of flour that they're putting through i mean for real head there's some head changes delicious right now i mean mm-hmm. really there's some proper stuff pretty good too and for the proper is doing killing it i don't do a lot of the waxes so i don't uh know what's good really with it on those yeah there's well we're about to do some so uh, okay, Jonathan. So, perfect blend on an average day. What do you like to? What gets you through the day? What gets you through the day, <laughs> and then you can tell us. Let me so no. With it being incriminating. Yeah, no, wow, well, right. Uh, you tell us what you get through the day. What you do with that? All right. And then you tell us what you do, and I'll tell us. We'll we'll drop the socials because I'm not gonna be able to do anything after this. I guarantee it. Yeah. So. But yeah. Yeah. Well, so all right, I'll give you like. A solid Saturday because I, 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 I oh yeah, sure. That's what I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like a day off. You know, I, I'm what I'm, uh, what I'm saying is I actually work seven days a week, but my side hustles are the weekend. Yeah, but I'll, I'll actually I'll, I'll do both because I want to. One of the things about me and everybody that knows me, by the way, Puffco Hot Knife. I thought it was bullshit. It's the coolest thing I've ever used, dude. Nice. I love it. It's really handy thing. I can just load that little thing up on. Yeah, it makes it all drip off because you hit the button. Oh, and uh, it just gets hot and whacked. They just enough to drop it. That's sick. Awesome. So, when I wake up in the morning, I like a nice indica joint. I roll it myself. I like a Hell's OG. Yeah. I mean, I'll smoke whatever, but I do like an indica in the morning. Yes, sir. Um, if I got to work or whatever, usually I go to the gym. Uh, in between, and I will go, you know, I'll smoke that morning joint and maybe hit the puff go. Gets bust. The bust go. No. The buff go. The buff go. The puff go. And then I go up to the gym about five minutes away and I'll just sit in my truck and hot box it. So I like to get really stoned in the, mor- in the morning, and, but I like to be physical too. And something about the combination, get a little bit of caffeine, not too much, because I don't like the crossfade of caffeine and weed. Um, wheat stimulating by itself when you wake up on a nice indica not only are you stimulated but you're like in that low key no anxiousness just caught like your day starts calm and good and so we work out with that and then maybe if you do like caffeine add just a little bit and then it coasts right in the day and then I really don't need wheat until about lunchtime and usually I was talking in their half gram joint or so uh-huh. at lunchtime uh, and at the end of the day I have another joint, and that begins a series of joints through the evening. And oh, depending on how creative I am. Yeah. But lately, it's been all joints. Last night, I rolled, um, I had, you know, I was a snob and a purist for a long time, only raw papers. But mm-hmm. 
my fiance, she loves the flavored stuff. So I got like turp tips and I rolled the watermelon papers with blueberry king palm turp. That's how it, yeah. With green pistache all the way down to, you know, the joint was like that long. Yeah. Depends on how creative we want to get, you know, but oh. always, I love this Puffco. It, well, it's amazing. It tastes really good. Yeah. And so uh, I combo wax and flour back and forth. Yeah. And then I take, um, in the morning, it, it, it depends. If I feel good, and I like <clears throat> CBD and RSO throughout the day can make me a hair soft. So depending on what I'm doing, there's days where I really want it. Uh, if it's socially driven, I like it. If I talk to people, I like it. If uh, if if I have like a lot of spreadsheety math stuff to do, I don't care for it. Um, so depending on my day, it does make you a little spacey. Yeah, that particular how much it. Didn't, it depends the dosage very fine line too, you know? Oh yeah, big time. Because uh, a microdose can that. be really helpful, but too much can just kind of slow you down. So it depends. And smoking is more manageable. It's like compressed. Yeah. So I can let off steam for 20 minutes, come back, and then be focused. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's 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 the typical jam, and it's a nice combination of everything. Nice. I don't really, as my good friend Matt Scott said once, I'm not racist against any cannabinoid, man. I want them all, dude. Exactly. Oh, they are all hit different levels, and they they also probably help create that uh, that what about? Nasty Aldi. That is true. The yeah. diversity of strains, you know, all the different cannabinoid possibilities. Yeah, and I see this. I'm saying, but some yeah, it too. But you know what other benefit? I don't think people go this deep when they think about what's the medicine in pot. But if you think about like Terrence McKenna and the way he looks at mushrooms and you know. Pot, if you go hard and heavy, if you have cancer, there might be some crazy driving force factor that creates that, that is disturbance of some sort, whether that's an infection or a, a load or a, but it, there's a disturbance, right? Well, the cannabis basically puts it to sleep. It ices it, it, it neutralizes in a way due to its form factor where it vibes, it just, nothing else can be. So the cancer stops, but if, you stop the cannabis, the cancer can continue on, especially if like the precursors that created it continue occurring, you know, like maybe an exposure or something. But if you go sedative with weed for an extended amount of time, I think you get a subconscious washing of sorts. Like if you allow yourself to go into the subconscious, you can clean a lot of shit out. Yeah, you might cry. Yeah. You might uh, just get emotional. You might, you know, pass that out, but then you can instill new thoughts in subconscious. By the time you give yourself that break and use this spaced out feeling, like, where the fuck am I right now? Uh-huh. What is that? Well, it's not you just trying to be a piece of shit. If you know where, where the hell it's taking you, it's like going to your subconscious, going to your mind. Yeah. You know, think about stuff, feel stuff. Allow yourself to be there. Yeah, the therapy is in you, bro. Like, you have to use that medicine while it opens you up, and then you come out of that feeling so much lighter, better. Um, you know, and I, I don't know that, that people think about, I could use it that way. You know, at least you do it right, kind of like, hey, you got to be okay with yourself, too. That, yeah, and sell part of it with you your know, thoughts, and if you're there, you're going you're gonna to be feeling better about yourself, too. Yeah. Well, some people are, are terrified of their, their mind, you know, and a friend from the military who said, I sometimes I spin out and I don't, I get deep in my mind, I get too fucking in my head with, and yeah, stoned. And I was like, dude, what your feet, the reason when you're stoned, you feel that is you're coming up on something that's emotional. You don't want to go there. Your body's, your ego's resisting the fuck out of that. It's, it's literally terrifying and you want to back off. Mike, it's not necessarily the weed that's doing that it's your own resistance to where you're going and you have to decide like am i going to deal with that shit or not and that's like when we weed it's like the, the light psychedelic it's like the mild floats well i've always thought of it as like you know everybody views hippies as the same you know um and i think a lot of that has to do with um it's the dropping of ego that you get with most people that consume cannabis. Yeah, dude, there is a community there. That, yeah, you know, like a, something we all share. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah. at the end of the day, no matter how much of an ego you might have, you can always laugh with someone and be like, you know what it's like to get weird. 
Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. We're all just weird. When you're high, you are more, it, it drops your ego. So I, I explained to an older gentleman one time that had never consumed cannabis and got his card and he didn't know what it was going to be like. And I was like, well, be prepared to go internal. That's the one thing that probably nobody would ever tell you is be prepared to think about stuff that you're probably not going to want to think about. Yeah, and you should also not just sit there and dwell on it because you know, and you should just like right. figure out something you believe in to deal with it. Yeah, find a way to get through it quickly. Yeah, it's really hard to to. I struggle with this. It's part of the reason I am so chronic with pot. Is if I don't go there, I will suppress some forever. Yeah, you know, because I'm just blue. Yeah, same. So how <laughs> forces it to like come to the surface so much that it's like you have a choice, you have a deal. Yeah. It forces you to deal with your, your issues. And um, I told him that, and after, like, a couple of days later, I went back and talked to him, and uh, he said that it, he goes, thanks for that warning, because I wouldn't have seen that coming. And I was like, the, can I tell a story? Absolutely favorite stories from Colorado ever. Yeah. Like, my first year of butt tending, and this, this sweet lady, I'll leave her name out, she just was one of her favorite patients. Um, actually, it was Rec at the time, and she was a Rec customer. But she came in, and she's like, you know what? I'm going dancing this weekend with my girlfriends. And keep in mind, this, this lady's like, I don't know, late 30s. And I was like, oh, really? All right. She's like, yeah, I need something that I can, like, sneak into the club. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know, we've got this, you know, at the time, it was a model of Kool-Aid. And it was kind of like before Keith Soda, I think. Oh, no. And they're like, well, we can give you this, you know? And I said, just don't drink it all. It's a cap full. There's 10. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You know, just, you know, know that. Okay, yeah, 20 bucks, cool. She leaves, goes back like the following Thursday, right? We see her come in the shop. And uh, usually she's all smiles at this street lady. And she just looks at us and she's just like beeline. She goes, I think I hallucinated at the club. Because I drank that thing. And I think to hallucinate and saw shit. And, uh, and, you know, I had panic attack and just like, or sweating, you know, know, we're like, oh my God, oh my Lord, why did you drink the whole thing? You know, we said, oh, wait, capful. And she's like, yeah, I drink the whole thing. We're like, well, we told you not. And she didn't expect it to be so rough. And so she goes on for 20 minutes about the story. And then, uh, so like, well, you know, you want to try something else this time? Something different. It's going to be a little bit more mild. And she stops with, no, give me another one. No, 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 no. The point of yes. like, she went through an experience, man. Yeah, like she wanted that experience to eat. Yeah, but she was probably gonna dose it. I'm sure this. All her punishment. Like she came out with like, uh, I learned something about myself. Well, I and I was saying this: the people that enjoy that and play foods, I find that they thrive on anxiety. Well, it could be because if you take like, I don't know what your maximum dose is, but if you take like over a hundred milligrams, I feel like you get a literal, if you ever tripped acid or anything, yeah. you get a rate. It's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, Yeah. So if you take enough cannabis, you will get a, yes. And it hits you in way, yes. in way. Yes. It'll yes. be like four hours on that, you know, workers good and then 30 minutes later. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, was, that was where I got some of that stuff from Michigan. And yeah, I know that night and the chicken like. I know, like 850 or something like that milligram. Yeah. And I was just, yeah. I just, I just, I like I said, first, you might want that because yeah. it can be terrifying. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Some would say it was terrifying at first. But then when I was like, okay, once you like yap on it, though, it may be terrifying in the moment. Once you look back on it, you're like, all right, that was kind of fun. Yeah, and that's all it was. But like, I know. I can neither recommend nor to well, I'll do it. He's trying to preserve it. He's like, so here's the perfect time for us to do that, boys, because he's giving me a little of that again. So we're going to the show. We're going to do this now, doing the director thing, because the editor's not here and Cam's here. So, low and slow, boys. Yes. Yeah, well, everybody go low and slow. We say that on the show. and slow for real. But, you know, so we recommend to do it. Experiment something. Easy. Experiment. Do your thing, but don't see me. And don't, don't listen to Ray. I mean, we're going to have to shoot. The absolute trick is, yes, if you're smoking, just a little bit of inhale. Don't take too much, especially with oil. Like, if you're hitting yeah. someone's vape pen, just a little bitty bits. Yeah, hear it. big time. So do that. Uh, also, they need to. But also, let me just say, since you guys are here and you're the realist, 
If you're a regular everyday user, whatever, if you haven't tried dosing up on edibles, you know, if you don't have health conditions or whatever, uh -huh. you need to try it and push yourself and, and you know, you're, oh, you're not going to die, but you might think you will. Yeah. No, no, you, you're going to hate life for a little while. For a while, but you'll be, you know, it, it, it's the funniest experience, though, because as much as you hate the experience when you're going through it, and it's usually just, I'm like, not, it's, it, you might not, but, like, but like, there's a point where you got to go to sleep. Well, um, sorry, I don't know. That was, I get that noise distracted me. I was like, I forgot what you said. I did too. Oh, damn it. That, there we go. Low and slow. Uh, but I told you we were not going to be able to be your lowest salatiate to be in here, man. Thank you, Saint. First, finish that out. Knowledge. We're going to do this. Did we come bring you back? Yeah. More than knowledge. I've got more questions, but yeah. Yeah, we got more questions. We will have to, but uh, follow us down below, and we'll be bringing Jonathan back on. I have a Facebook group now. Yeah, tell them what your medical agents, but you have to have an agent card and work in the industry. Okay, there you go. So yeah. specifically, yeah. just to talk about in there, it's mostly about and for business, but like I'm considering humor too because you gotta laugh. Yeah, so then I don't know. We don't need a lot of, uh, we don't need stuff about events and pop ups and all that. It should just be like there's real stuff that people don't talk about in the industry and they should. Everyone should have an open forum because. Things can slide into the radar, yeah. but if everyone's talking about it in the public space, walk it, it promotes fair, absolutely fairness in the marketplace. I agree. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what we bring here to the Mocan Culture Podcast too. Yeah, we try to. So, on that note, yeah. So check out his group. Yeah, we have an age. Yes, Age Car. If you guys are in the biz, on Twitch, YouTube. Yep, that's Twitch right now. Last time, yeah, we're on Twitch right now. Yeah, you're yeah. live behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, that's uh that's about it. Like, subscribe, share, comment, hit the bell icon. All of those things. Cam, do we get it? that way? You know when uh check, 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 and check. All right, cool. You just done. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for being here. Sure did. All right, guys. And then we will see you guys next week. If if if.